I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, for years now, I've given you a ton of stories on remote workers and digital nomads on this podcast, but I've come to realize that many of you beginners are still unsure on how to take the first steps to creating a freedom lifestyle through online work. Maybe you've been too afraid to take the plunge or just don't feel confident enough to land that online job due to inexperience. Well, I'm excited to announce that I've created a new YouTube series called Trying Remote, where I try a new online job or gig every month month to give you a glimpse of what it takes to land a remote job. So if you need a little boost to try something new or just want to see what it takes to get started, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote. Again, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote to find our videos and to subscribe to our new series on YouTube. So please come and join me there so we can uncomfortably grow together. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Blake where he's going to share with us three different pathways to take so that you can become location independent. Hi Blake, how are you? Hey Debbie, doing great. Uh, Cloudy day here in Lima, but uh, yeah, (laughs) fantastic. How are you? I'm good. It's sunny here in up north, but it's freezing cold. So (laughs) in the same situation that right. I'm like, we need to chase the sun. So that's what we need. Well, thank you for being here. Blake, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah, I, I think I live an offbeat life because after I graduated university, I moved to South Korea instead of pursuing a medical degree. And what was supposed to be a one-year retreat for me turned into a bunch of random adventures, me discovering online business, then ultimately having a number of failures and eventually a success that allowed me to live a location-independent lifestyle full-time. Since then, I've lived in a number of countries across four continents, and I consider myself a citizen of the world. I love that. And there's a lot of different tips that you give us today, but also your journey is so interesting. So if you haven't heard it yet, make sure you go to theoffbeatlife.com to listen to Blake's initial interview where he talks about how he got started and really his his journey, which is pretty interesting and it's incredible. So today we're going to talk about the three pathways that anyone can really take. And, you know, there's different ways to choose, right, to becoming location independent and having more freedom in your life. So can you tell us more about that, Blake, how we can choose the path, the different ways to do it and just show us the way? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. This I'm going to share a little bit of my thinking on what worked for me or what worked for a few of my close friends, yeah, who now are very, very financially successful because they took one of these routes. So I have a few friends that have sold software companies on bigger scales, and they all followed one of these few paths to get there as well. So I think one of the biggest, to preface things, I think one of the biggest misconceptions that people have that think they need to live location independent lifestyle is that they need a lot of money to do it or they need FU money <laughs> is one way, a colorful way, I guess, of, of looking at it. <laughs> Basically, like having enough money to be set up where you can just live a lifestyle where you don't have to work anymore. And that, I think, 
is definitely not true, as we'll see from these examples. The way that we work has evolved, especially post-pandemic. There's a lot more opportunity to work remotely, and um, hopefully these three pathways help people to see that. So the first way is really basic, right? It's the direct route. So the direct route to a location-independent lifestyle is just to find a, a remote job. So you can get a job offer, you can give your two weeks notice at your current job, and then you're out the door and you're on your way exploring the world. So I think this is a great option if you want to maintain your career and just want more fl flexibility, even if you want to use location independence as a launch pad for your own side projects. It's just an, a great way to do it because there's less kind of micromanagement from bosses. There's less... You know, it requires you to do less paper ruffling and you can be more efficient. So I think that alone, just being able to, to kind of dictate more of your hours and your location opens up a lot of freedom that can help you ratchet yourself up to maybe the, the next level of location independence. So for that, a few good resources. I like Dynamite Jobs for finding really high quality remote jobs, dynamitejobs.com. Co. But there are others, Remotive, We Work Remotely, Jobspresso. And we can touch a little bit later about, you know, some of the skills required um, to get those jobs or what types of jobs you can get. But the first route is really that. It's just the direct route and getting a remote job. And you know what, with that too, it's like it's the less uh, risky, right? Because especially with people who are really used to having the schedule and they like, they want to make sure that it's still going to be sustainable and there's not a lot of risk. I think it's a good way to get started, like you had mentioned, Blake. And then you can just do a side hustle so that you don't feel like, oh no, like I can't pay for, for this lifestyle or I'm not going to get money to eat or to pay rent or whatever whatever it is that you want to do or travel. Yeah, that's really true. And I think what you said, Debbie, about less risky is really important because you don't have to take a massive risk. I think there's always some inherent risk when you make a big change like that in your life or you're aiming for this sort of lifestyle. Some sort of risk is required, but we can minimize that by, you know, getting yourself that base of security with a, with a remote job or the second route, which is more indirect route, that's another way to do it. So the second one we can get into is, is the indirect route, which is like starting an online side project or a side hustle, like you just said, Debbie. I think when you have multiple income sources, you're no longer dependent. You're not as dependent on a single income source. So those more options give you more freedom. And basically that stable base of income coming in allows you to be more speculative. So the eventual goal is that your side project becomes your primary income source. But I think that primary income source is something to really consider because if it's not stable and secure, that doesn't really give you the base that you can that you need to be as speculative or as risky as you want with your side project. And I think that main work or your side project, when you're looking at it that way, it shouldn't. They shouldn't be intellectually related because if they are, then you're constantly thinking about the same thing all day. So I think having that juxtaposition between your main work and your side project is really important, so that work doesn't come home with you. So yeah, stable and secure and unrelated to your your main work is really important when you're starting a, a side project. So. Then you can use your evenings, weekends, vacations to work on your, your side project undisturbed. And 
the goal is to have that to be able to generate enough income to replace the primary income, and then you can make the switch over. This is the method that I used to earn my freedom with my first success, which was my language learning business. I, it eventually made me enough money where I was able to leave my main job and then focus on that full time. It's definitely a good strategy to do it because you feel like you are doing something about your dreams, yet you're not, again, there's still some security there that you can you can have a balance of both. And also, I do want to talk about like security and what that means. And for most people, they feel like a nine to five is secure, right? And before the pandemic, everyone thought that having a remote job was not secure. And then when that happened, they're like, oh my gosh, actually, it is pretty secure because you can work from anywhere and you can still make income. And I do have to say, like, even with a nine to five, you can get fired or you can get laid off. Your company could go down. So there's, it's kind of sometimes like security is really false. That's why I always believe in having multiple streams of income, like you had mentioned, Blake, because that for me is more secure than just having one stream of income. Otherwise, you don't know what to do if something ever happens and you're kind of screwed. Yeah, it's so true because when that pandemic hit, basically a lot of people lost their jobs. Whereas if you had a business online, it took off. So that language learning business, even though I had left it, did really well in the pandemic. And it was actually a lot more secure than having a job. So that's just one example to highlight what you're saying, Debbie. I agree 100%. Absolutely. So what's your third pathway, Blake, on how to make this into a real reality for us to be location independent? Yeah. So this is actually like a second indirect route. And it's it's one that a lot of uh, two of my most successful friends took. So it's a sabbatical. So when you're doing a side project, you're basically you have the main source of income and you're working on your entrepreneurial side project. But with the sabbatical, you alternate. So you spend a, a period of time focusing on, on money making, and then you focus entirely on your side project. So it's like, pure money making, then pure creation. And if you're able to bank enough money during that work stint or head down mode that you can cover your living expenses while you're not working, then you can get your project to the the initial traction it needs to start bringing in an income. So once your side project takes off, you're, you're basically in the clear. And if you require more time, I like this method because you can go back and repeat the cycle. And this is not as easy if you're in a, in a stable career to, to do it. But if you have any method where you could just hustle for a few months and bank money and then possibly take advantage of geo-arbitrage, of living in a cheaper country where you have a, a longer runway, I think this method works for a lot of people because what, what my friends did was bank enough money where they could go live and they set up shop in the Philippines and they rented a house together and they just grinded for four months on a new software idea that eventually earned them their freedom. So yeah, I I like this one because it's less risky in some cases, because you basically, if you have a job where you can just go back to, you can bank money again, and then you just repeat. 
Yeah, and it also allows you to concentrate more on your project and you're really focusing on it, which means like the the job is going to get done really well and a lot faster when you do that. And I love that little community your friends made, you know, and in a different country. And I'm sure that must have been, I'm sure it was hard, but it was also a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hearing the stories, I wish I was there. It sounded like such a fun time, uh, especially as they were leveling themselves up and basically earning themselves their freedom. Yeah. It's kind of like those um those stories with like uh Bill Gates in the uh the garage. Theirs is just more interesting. <laughs> we were in the Philippines and we rented a house like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. But yeah, exactly. When you're in a tropical country, everything seems everything everything's more exciting. I don't know why, but it's definitely true. Um and then there's a third step here. So the, those were like two different ideas of how you could take an indirect route. But for anyone that those don't apply to, the third way is just to level up. So what I mean by that is if you don't already have the skills that translate over to online business or remote work, well, then the focus needs to be on this skill acquisition. So focusing on leveling up is a first step. And a lot of the skills that are required to get a, hired in a remote job or to be a digital entrepreneur can be learned in quite a short period of time. So I think it could be more of a formal education, but I, I think it doesn't need to be. The internet has all of the information you need to be able to do this. A few, a few of my friends also took on, like found a mentor or found somebody who's already doing what they want to do and then went and apprenticed for them. And then that allows them to learn the skills really fast as well. So I think... The key is not getting stuck in this phase. It's like you gain some skills and then you choose a method and you start implementing and then you can, you know, get quicker to trial and error and figure out what's working and what's not. Some of the most important skills that I think people should or could focus on are SEO, copywriting, marketing, whether that be email marketing, social media marketing, lead generation, or specific platform know-how, like learning WordPress really well, or like learning how, learning Python or specific coding language. And that's the last one. I think if you want to guarantee yourself a really good remote job, learn coding. All of my smartest friends learned coding. Um, I didn't. <laughs> Maybe that's uh, <laughs> to my detriment. But I think if you can learn coding, you can you can have you can guarantee yourself a really good salary and a really good remote job within at maximum two years, maybe one year before you get started. And that's the advice from some of my most successful friends. Learn coding if you're not sure what to do. I love all of these tips. And honestly, I think I had gone through all of this because <laughs> I'm like, yes, this is exactly how I did it. And um, interestingly enough, my husband left his full-time job last end of last year and he up-leveled, like you said, and I was his mentor and I taught him SEO and now he he works remotely as an SEO copywriter. So, <laughs> wow. so yeah, it's, it's definitely doable, you know, and there's a lot of things that you can do. But yeah, I I totally agree with you. These are three pathways that you had mentioned, Blake, that will definitely get to to that lifestyle and um, some of them quicker than than you think. Yeah, I love that, Debbie. I love that you just proved the point that it's uh, <laughs> totally possible. You could learn the skill and have the job and the skill set quite quickly. So that's great. Yeah, 
And, you know, I think for a lot of people who are not in the industry yet or they don't know how to do this yet, it just seems so out of reach because you see a lot of people doing it. But then you're like, oh, no, I don't have the skill or is it going to take too long or is it going to be too much of a risk? Or there's just so many things that runs in your head. And you talked about this before, too, in our initial interview, Blake, like you get paralysis of analysis. You just keep researching and you keep watching or reading. And then um, and then there's that fear too and the risk that you're going to make the wrong decision. Yeah, and I think that's why it's so important to have communities like what you've developed here, Debbie, with the Offbeat Life, is just to, to connect with others who have done it and to have this network of people around you. It just can, can inspire you to, to take the next step yourself or to know what's possible. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Blake, for sharing all these tips with us. We really appreciate it. And I could absolutely say what he's saying is true because I've lived it all myself. If our listeners want to learn more about you, Blake, where can they find you? The best place to reach me is at my website, flaneurlife.com, F-L-A-N-E-U-R, or on my Instagram at Blake Goes Places. Perfect. Thanks, Blake. We really appreciate you. Thanks for having me, Debbie. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Blake. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where he shares how he has been able to create a free range life as a full time traveler. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.